Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Your host, Gregorio Leoni, will have smart discussion with experts, thought leaders, and friends on customer experience, transformation, innovation, and leadership. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, today it's really a great, great pleasure. I have Claire Boscott back to my podcast. Welcome back to the CX Goalkeeper podcast, Claire. How are you? I'm very, very good. Thank you very much for having me back. You didn't get enough last time, so let's do some more, right? <laughs> you know, if I can have the first woman on the global guru list, <laughs> I think I am extremely happy. And I know this is not the only list on which you are because you are everywhere. You are really driving customer experience, employee experience, and also people to develop themselves. And mm. if you publish a new book, then I wanted to have you back <laughs> on my podcast. Therefore, thank you very much for accepting my invitation, Claire. How is life? Uh, and what's Please start speaking about your book because the audience already know you. You were already on episode 47 and 48 of this of this podcast. Mm. And therefore, let's really start creating value for the audience. Yeah. Nine, nine key to feng shui your business for success. This is the name of the book. It's an outstanding book. Where does the idea come from? I know, I know. And it's, you know, it's been, I mean, three decades I've been in, in the customer service industry. You know, I was born in a restaurant. My dad had a restaurant. I was in cake tune school. I did, you know, I went to Disney World. I traveled quite a bit and I've always been in kind of that service industry, hospitality especially. Um, and the last 13 years having my own business, very much started with the measurement of the customer service. And that's how my business really started until you kind of realize the measurement of that customer service or customer experience. It's very much the last part of that, you know, the project and the strategies that you do because you're just checking really. But you need to make sure that before you have all those things in place, your customer experience, your employee experience, your training, you know, your standards, your values, your culture is right, all those kind of things. Um, and so very much it's been the last 13 years about developing that customer and employee experience uh, and helping organization, you know, delivering amazing customer experience, you know, getting even better at what they do. And sometimes you just need a little nudge to kind of make it even better. Um, and there's something that I have been hiding for kind of 10 years um, is a, a passion of mine, which is a feng shui. So feng shui is that ancient principles, Chinese principles, which really looks at how nature works. And nature is the most beautiful place we could have. It does, you know, in you know, we get up in the morning, we, you know, we breathe, we, we, we live every day because nature is all around us. And what the Chinese wanted to do is bring in the, what's outside inside because they knew they had to keep themselves safe um, into, into a man-made house. But they still needed that nature to come and help them and nurture them, which is what it's all about. And I've never really talked about it. I've always told people would think I've gone a bit woo-woo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and really, during the pandemic, 
it kind of came up to me and I'm, I was thinking with all the changes we've had, right? Or everybody had to work from home. Everybody had to work in a different environment. All of the, you know, the practices that you're used to have been completely disarranged and, and working on the side of a bed or, you know, on the kitchen tables, having the dogs, the family, the children all around you. It really has affected people, right? And so I thought now is the time to really kind of come out and help organization and people, individuals as well, to really create and enhance their energy around them. Because when you feel good outside, you're going to feel good inside. And what are you going to do? You're going to give great service. You're going to smile. You're going to be very creative. You're going to be oh, so productive because you're feeling good in your environment and you're feeling good in yourself. And, and that's Seems very simple, right? Yes. <laughs> However, um, it's not done as um, consciously as what it could be. So you and I know, and everybody who's watching the, the podcast or listening to the podcast, you go somewhere, whether it's a retail shop, a hotel, perhaps, you know, it could be even, a, you know, corporate office, and you're walking through the doors and you just go, oh, you don't know why, right? But you don't know why, but it doesn't feel right. What are you going to do? You're going to go in, you're going to do what you have to do, and you're going to get out again, right? If you're walking in somewhere, oh, oh, it smells nice. Oh, it looks beautiful. You want to go and touch everything. It smells beautiful. There's music around, you know. Suddenly your five senses are all connected and you're suddenly connected with the place on that emotional level, which is what we always talk about. That human emotional drivers are the drivers that we want to connect with because that's where people really will start really feeling that you generally care about them. If you also that there are two sides of our brain, the, the analytical, the left brain, the neurocortex, who just tells us, you know, what to do. And we've got our right brain, which is our limbic brain. And it's just all about the feelings, the connections, these emotional drivers that makes us buy what we buy, or makes us do what we do. So this is what the book is about. I kind of blend it you know, the, the, the feng shui principles with the personal state of being with really how you deliver that exceptional customer experience, how your teams are delivering great customer service, how you're communicating your messages and how you're showing up for your customers and how you're caring for your teams. So that's kind of uh, in a quick way what the book is all about. And, and it's great. And I think, and I am, we are speaking in video and therefore I also see you. I see your yellow clothes. I see the flowers behind you and uh, everything. It's really put together. And I am getting your energy from, from, from the discussion, not only from your words that are always motivational and explain quite a lot, but also around the picture and therefore it's extremely easier for me to talk with you and and to chat with you and i think it's it's really important what you are saying moving the emotions uh, my small example uh, that's that's exactly exactly the same in football or for our american friends in in soccer if you're speaking about fans 
they are emotionally involved for their team. Think about uh, fans, even if the, the team is lo 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 losing the match or lost the match, they are spreading, spreading positive word of mouth. I think quite a lot of companies are dreaming of having such customer as emotionally involved as they are. And the same is for, for the, the, the people that are on the field, that are playing, the teammate. And today I would really like to speak with you about employee experience because yeah. everybody is speaking about customer experience. We have quite a lot of customer experience experts, but we are finding out that without having a proper employee experience, we cannot deliver the customer experience we want. And Perhaps uh, in, in your book, there are a lot of insights, a lot of great tips how to structure the business, how to improve the business. And now focusing, focusing on the employee experience, starting mm. from the question, I need a new employee. What's your way of creating, hiring new people on a team that they, they can really deliver? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we talk about, you know, similarly, when we talk about customer experience, we talk about values. You know, when you're looking at the culture, your organization culture, what are your values? And I've always felt it was really, it's it's kind of, it's a driver, right? And value needs to be put into everything that you do because writing them on the wall so they look pretty, and but never doing anything with it, it's never going to help an organization, you know, moving forward. So if you have very strong values, if you have a vision and a mission that really everybody sink from the same hymn shit, then you know that you're going to have people that are going to be engaged. They're going to love. They've got passion. They want to follow what you're doing. So having this in the middle, it's really important. So then you kind of, from that, everything that you do in terms of the employee experience strategy, because remember, it is a strategy. It's not just a tick boxes exercise. You really need to kind of looking at it as a, a comprehensive and holistic approach to your employees. You know, um, there's a figure by Stillcase who says that 98% of the most highly engaged employees feel that the, the sense of belonging is what make them productive. It's what they, they want in organization. If people feel engaged, if people feel part of it, you know, they're feeling that they're part of that organization's bigger vision, and then they'll be engaged. They will want to be here. They'll want to show that they care as much as you show them that you care for them. So having a big, a, a proper strategy is really important. So from the, the sourcing and the recruiting, and again, it's we talk about those touch points and that those emotional level. What are the words that you're using when you're, you know, when you're sourcing your advert? What are the words that you're actually using to, to, to advertise for the position? What are the things that, what are the questions that you're asking the person who is coming for an interview? Are you asking them about their values? So, you know, this aligns you with your values because if they don't, that's never going to work. You know, so it's really important to kind of start, you know, from the beginning, using the right word, using the right message, using the right colors and really making them feel this is part of where who they're going to be part in. They're going to belong to this team. Right. And so you want them to be engaged. And then also it's really important. We talk about personalization in, you know, in customer experience. This is just the same thing. 
you know, do a bit of profiling, you know, understand who that person in front of you is. What do they like? What don't they like? How are they going to work with other people? And profiling is a really, really cool way to really understand yourself so you can understand others. Not only you'll be so much more in commun- better in communication, you'll be able to lead, you'll be able to have teams which are really kind of, ma- you know, uh, not matching, but they're, they're all working together because they're understanding each other. So profiling and personalization is really important from the beginning so you can understand what drives people. And then, of course, the next step is your pre-boarding and onboarding. You know, welcome them. Make them feel that they're part of a team. Make them feel that they're welcoming here. Don't just shove them in the corner and give them a desk and, and a computer and here you are. You know, there's so many things that can be done to really make them people feel, you know, part of it and introducing them to shadowing them. All those kind of things, you know, can be done right at the beginning to really. And this was a, a big thing, you know, when you were employing people during COVID because there was no face to face. Right. So how did people actually feel when they were behind a Zoom room and they didn't know anybody else? And. So things about those feelings that their employees are feelings, they're already probably a bit stressed. They're probably a bit anxious starting to make everything that you can to actually bring them part of it. Of course, if we start nurturing, you know, our employees, we talk about well-being, we talk about their state of being, we talk about really kind of looking after their mental health, their emotional health, really understanding, you know, um, what, how can we really as an organization make sure that every single one of our employees feel good? Because when they feel good, they're going to be empowered. They're going to be creative. They're going to want to work for you. Those are really very, very, they're words now. We talk about well-being everywhere, don't we? Sure. But it's not always, sometimes you see it as a tick box rather than really kind of taking it to that next level and embedding it into your culture, embedding it into that experience strategy, your employee experience strategy. And of course, now we're coming to the environment. Of course, now we're coming to some of the the tips and the tools that you can be as an organization creating a better environment so your employees can feel good. So your customers walking through your doors are going to be, wow, they can feel that energy. This is aligning with what they have they feeling. And then you're really creating that experience for your employees and for your customers. How magic is that, right? It's really, really cool when you start matching the energy from you know, people to your business. And then you're really kind of aligning that energy and people feel good. It's so so simple, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and what, what you're saying, it it's totally makes sense. And also, covering what you mentioned mentioned earlier, I onboarded one, uh, one employee, one lady, um, some weeks ago. And before she started, I called her. It was the, the evening before, and I told her, I, I wish you tomorrow a great day in the introduction day. You are not in the office with us. You are with all the other people starting in this month. And she was so happy that the boss 
colder one day in advance for me was five minutes investment but it was a great yeah. investment because she was really motivated she was extremely happy she told everybody oh my boss called me one day in advance he's, he's caring about me and i only said uh, welcome to your new job and you can find me there and there and uh, and then some 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 additional information and she she was so happy and therefore i think it's not always uh, finding really expensive way of creating this perfect experience with flowers, with dinner, with lunch, and all this stuff. I think it, it is part of it, but also exactly the, the simple things that can be done. These signals, I care about you. Exactly. You, you, you I will find time for you. And that's what, what I'm always telling to, 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 to my team. I have time for you because without mm. you, I am not, I can, I can do anything. And mm. therefore I care about you and we are a team and together we can, we can, we can achieve something. Mm. Perhaps you are working or you are speaking about environment. And I know that you really like the topic around environment. Do you have also perhaps some, some tangible example of changes that you did for some of your, um, of your customers in the environment in order to improve that sure so do you want some 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 tips for a, a, a business or more for an individual i would let's say let's start for business but i would like to improve myself and therefore the next question will be for individual <laughs> <laughs> cool that's very simple one of the things that you know it's it's very um it's very simple to use and is um I use by nine. So nine is, is a feng shui. It's a, it's a lucky number. Um, and so that's why I've called my book Nine Keys <laughs> to Feng Shui Your Business. But some of the very simple things that you can be doing as, as an organization um, and as an individual as well, you know, some of the things about the position of the desk is really important. Uh, if you have people which are not facing that they've got, you know, to, to feel safe, you would want to have a wall behind you. Right. And you would want to be able to see who's coming through the door because your body is here to protect you. That's all it does. Your body protects you all day long. Right. And so if you can't see who's coming behind you, your body all day long is going to worry about somebody's going to kill you, come and kill you behind you, right? So having a wall behind you and being able to see what's going on will give you that commending position. So I, I know it's um, um, often we see desk against the wall because aesthetically it's easier or because it takes less space, but really... Tell me, have you ever seen a CEO of a Fortune 500 with his face against a wall? Not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> you never. So you want to have that kind of view and you want to make sure that you protect it in your back and you can see what's going on all around and you know that's, you know, that's a great position. Something else to very simple to do is add plants, right? Plants are beautiful, they're, you know, alive, they help you breathe, they help the office clean, you know, certain plants are better than others for bringing more oxygen and uh, they take toxins out of the place. So bring some plant, bring some nature around you and really kind of, you know, that growth, you know, plants are also, they grow, right? And so you have, want some nice big plants which grow um, with your business and actually help 
that growth uh, and expansion in your business. Something else that really like, and again, it's a simple thing that you do, um, Gregorio, it's, it's start at the door, right? If you go into a business and you arrive in front of the front door and there's cigarette buds, there's papers, the windows are dirty, the, the, the handle is all mucky, you're not really welcomed, are you? That's not going to make you feel like you want to go in that <laughs> in that place. Right, so start from the front door. Create a beautiful start of your journey with your organization. And also in, in, in Feng Shui, the, the door is the entrance of the energy, right? You're opening the door and you're letting the energy come in. So you want to have some of that good energy coming in through your front door. So really like start from the outside and look around. And what can you see and how can you kind of make that wow first impression? We talk about first impression on customer service, right? On that customer experience. This is the same thing. This is exactly the same thing. So start from the outside. And of course, fix and repair everything. There's nothing worse than having broken bulbs, squeaky doors, <laughs> Uh, office uh, office cabinets who are not opening or not closing there's nothing worse than not having uh, something that isn't working so again that's not good she it's not good energy you know make sure that you spend time to look around and actually what is working and what isn't working so those are some of the good things that you can do and Gregory I'm going to give you one challenge for today do you want one challenge just sure. one Always. okay Okay, so whether it's in your office or whether it's in your home, I would like you to go and move 27 things in your living room or office or, you know, wherever you are. 27 items. Move it. Shake it. Replace it. You know, just change it. Turn a little cup around. Move that painting that is not straight Add a plant from the kitchen to the living room. Move and shake 27 items and see how the energy is going to be moving by just doing this. Claire, I cannot believe it because this was my last question that I wanted to ask you. I wrote it on my paper. I can show it to you. Why should I move 27 items? <laughs> and it was not prepared, this question. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> ah. You you are reading my questions. That's not possible. Oh, you see, oh, yeah, yeah. It's all that energy, right? <laughs> Too much energy for you. No. Yeah, but you know it's so, so powerful. Well, twenty seven is a nine. So we talked about nine, right? And nine is the you know. So everything that you do, try to do it in the nines or in the threes. Three, nine, twenty seven, eighteen. So sometimes I give challenges for decluttering. So nine minutes of decluttering for nine days. That's a really no, another one, which is really, really simple to do, but so powerful. And so the 27 items, it's really you, you're moving the energy, right? You're shifting something. You're so used to walk past things that you don't see them anymore, or you're seeing something and you don't like it, but you still have it in that place. No, shift it. If you don't like it, get rid of it, you know, change it, move that energy, and that will shift the energy around. 
Thank you very much. It's really incredible, but it's 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 the reality, and this is what I like having this this discussion. Coming back to to the employee experience, we spoke about environment and feng shui, and now the employees are here and are in the proper environment, and therefore it's time to develop them and train them. Could you please explain a bit about it? Yes, again, you know, sometimes I mean. I've heard it so much, so many times before. Oh, you know, we don't have much budget for training, and oh, you know, we're spending all our money is on advertising. Well, stop spending money on advertising if you're not spending any money on training. Because what is the point in people? Through your door, if your staff, your employees don't know what they're doing, right? I mean, this is just so crazily simple. So get your training program in place, not just once a year for three hours. Make sure that you're doing it on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a daily basis. As a manager, as a department manager, pick up your employees, pick up your team, give them a quick tips, give them a bit of motivation during the day and then really kind of share that because once you start developing them, not only they'll be better at what they do, but they feel that, you know, you generally want them to do well. So they will give you more and they'll develop and they'll train even more. They will learn more and they're going to give amazing customer service, right? There's no way they wouldn't give. So all that money you're saving in advertising, you're going to gain it because, you know, your your team will know what they're doing. They'll know how to sell. They'll know how to give great service. They'll know how to build rapport. Those kind of those kind of skills, I hate calling them um, soft skills. You know, it really is something that annoys me, but it's essential skills. Teach them things like emotional intelligence. Teach them things like resilience. Teach them how to build rapport. Those are very, very important skills that all of your employee needs to have. And the more you give them, the more they will give to your customers. And this is just really kind of very powerful. So you, you're nurturing your employees so they can be more engaged. They will want to stay here. You know what happened then? They go and tell all their friends they're working for them amazing company they're working for an exceptional organization come and work with us and they'll be so proud to be doing that they'll go on social media they'll talk about their organization and that kind of comes back towards retention referrals all those things that you know you're spending a lot of money in recruitment right recruitment is a big big cost in an organization well if you really generate caring for them you won't have that cost. You will keep, keep them. They will stay here. No more churn. We are really kind of looking after that. That's what you want. You want your employee loyalty just as much as you want your customer loyalty. So reward them. Recognize what they like, what they don't like. We'll come back to that personalization. You know, when you're doing a reward scheme or recognition scheme, part of your strategy, Make it individual. Like you said, that person, you've called her. That was just amazing. She really felt very personally touched by what you've done. You know, somebody may prefer an email. Somebody, did, you know, learning how your employees are by profiling them, by understanding them, by the managers talking to them, this will really make that difference. 
you're really being seen as somebody who generally care about their employees. And that takes the, to the next level, right? How amazing is it to work for an organization who generally care about you? Yes, right? it, it totally makes sense. And I think that that's, that's really great because what, what you are saying, it's also about recognition. Yes, it can be an email, it can be a phone call, but also in, in, the, in the remuneration. Some people want to have more money perhaps because they are at the beginning of their career. They need to pay their mortgage or something like that. Other people want to have more time and therefore they like more to have more time for the family, for, for travel, for hobbies, instead of getting more money. And therefore also there we need, if we speak in customer experience about hyper-personalization or making relevant experience for our customer, then we, we should do exactly the same for our employees. And in this case, they are here together with, with us. We don't need specific CRM tools or, uh, <laughs> or, or I don't know which, which machine to understand them and to ask them because they are sitting next to us. Yes, right. some people are, are in the, still in the digital space, but I'm going into the office and I see, for example, that somebody eats everyday chocolate. And therefore, once I brought him a chocolate, another one is drinking coffee, I brought him a coffee. Even if I am the, the boss or the team lead, no problem at all, because this is, shows that I care about them. Mm. Yeah. And, and Gregory, tell me one thing. What is the one thing that you, your wife loves the best about you? What is the one thing that she said that, you know, you do amazingly? Ah. Let's hope that you're going to say the same thing as me. <laughs> no, a um, few things because she really liked uh, chocolate cake. And uh, for <laughs> her birthday, I do it always by myself. And uh, I created for her last week, uh, again, this, this chocolate. But she loves flowers and she's getting at least twice a month flowers from me. Right. Because it's, it's a signal that I care about her. But how did you know that? How did you know that, you know, she's, she loves those? How oh, so she's smiling after she gets them. Right. But did you ask her as well? Did you, you know, you had that conversation or did you listen to something that she said before? You may have listened to something that she said in passing and thought, oh, I'm going to do that for her. This is, this is clear. This is something that, to be honest, I am learning really to listen more uh, to right. my family, to my son, to my wife, because uh, sometimes they don't need the solution. They need only or she need only to be listened to. Exactly. And, and, and this is something that I am really learning. And, and this, is, this is key because it's, it's really changing. I, I uh, bought something for, for her as a birthday present. And it's something that she was asking for years. But really listen to this request was only in the last month. And therefore she got that and she was extremely happy. Mm. So we, we talk about listening to our customers, right? We talk about doing surveys and this and that. Listen to your employees. Listen to your employees. Your the voice of your employees is so powerful. You know, they if they if you attracted the right person, if you're nurturing them, if they're engaged, they want to give you some tools and feedback about what's working, what's not working, how do they feel, how this is, you know, help them, what all the you know, training do they need? Really, it's that kind of that final touch, which again should be all the way through. You know, the listening part of it, being part of of everything that you do, listening to your employees, 
and listening to your customers, of course, uh, is, is key to really having a thriving team. I think we are closing the loop and we went through all the, the, the relevant step. The only thing that I can say in Claire, it was really a big, big pleasure to go through the employee journey together with you from the beginning, not to the end because there is no end. We hope that the employees stay with us as long as, as they are happy with it. Mm-hmm. And I think we are also coming to, to, to the end of this discussion. But I still I have my three standard questions. <laughs> the first one is, could you please share your contact details? Oh, yes. So contact details, actually, just my name, Claire Bosk. Um, that's my website, so clairebosk.com. Um, and then on social media, I'm Claire Bosk everywhere as well. So I, I've kind of, you know, yeah. You find me. Google me. You'll find me somewhere. <laughs> and where can, where can we find your book? Um, so Amazon's got the book, and then also on ClaireBoscott.com. You go on the boutique. I've got like a little boutique tab, and then you'll see my full books in there, and you'll be able to download it from there. So thank you so much for you know um, having me and being able to share some some bichuy experience tips. <laughs> thank you very much. Before we conclude, the last two really short questions. The first one is, is there a book that you would like to suggest to the audience? The last time you suggested one book about Feng Shui and one business book, perhaps in the meantime, you read one interesting book that you would like to share with the audience. Yeah, you know, there was one book. I mean, it's quite an old book, but um, it's, it's, it, it comes back to those values um, that we talked about. And that was really one of the book that really kind of I had a haha moment and that start with a why and I'm sure there's a lot of people who've read it um but sometimes just going back to it you know you kind of you know you're reminding yourself how important it is you're reminding yourself that everything is in the why everything is in that connection everything is surrounded with you know how you feel and those values and this mission and why you're trying to achieve because then everybody will be attracted to that they will want to be with you they will want to work for you and so it's it's quite a good uh, it's quite a good one it is an old one from uh, Simon Sinek but it's uh, it's still quite a powerful one on my list it's it's really an important one and before we come to the last highlight of this discussion please dear audience post this uh, podcast go to amazon buy the book download the book i check it now it's 99 uh, <laughs> cent if you buy the kindle version and it's worth it it's really worth it it's worth it more than one pound or one dollar because right. it's full, full of insight not that you misunderstand what what i am saying but really post it podcast buy the book because it's really full of insights mm. and when you're back we can conclude the discussion with claire with the last question it's claire golden nugget it's something that we discussed or something new that claire would like to leave to the audience yeah, I think it's that, that simple thing that it may have been the same thing that I've talked about last time. But, you know, if you're generally caring for your employees and, you know, looking at all the steps from that employee strategy, really kind of that that we talked about today. If you generally care for them, they will generally care for your customers. And it just seems so simple, but at the same time, so, so powerful. Claire, thank you very much. It was, again, an outstanding discussion. I think we can move it to have a weekly discussion. 
<laughs> we, were, we would have enough to talk about for sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Joe Quaisad, it was really great. Thank you very much for your time, for um, again having a discussion with, with us, with me and with, with the audience. It was outstanding and I hope that the audience enjoyed as much as I did this discussion. Thank you very much, Claire. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you.